Welcome to Not Meddling, Just Mothering, a podcast geared to bring encouragement and hope to mamas struggling and contending through the many issues of parenting adult children. We're Missy and Asha, and we're discussing different topics mamas face when their kids grow up. We don't claim to be experts, but between the two of us, we have more than 50 years of experience parenting. And now that we've embarked on the ultimate season of mothering, adults, we recognize that it may have been beneficial to have some of this knowledge beforehand. So with a heart to help, we started this podcast. The foundation of our mothering is the Word of God. Here are three verses we're going to stand on for this podcast. First, Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they are old, they shall not depart from it. This is truly applicable, no matter how old your children are. Next, Proverbs 31, 28, 29. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. This is something we all would love to hear from those we've raised and our husbands. But truly most important of all is knowing that children are a blessing that God has entrusted us with. It says in Psalms 127, 3 and 4, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. These verses help us to remain faithfully anchored, especially when facing trials and pushback and feeling unappreciated and sometimes even dishonored. Listen in to what we have to share today. Hi, Asha. Hi, Missy. How are you doing today? I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. Just solving issues with my adult children and that's what this podcast is going to be all about (laughs) that's right that's good I'm excited about our first episode so let's get started let's get started all right so let's talk a little bit about our backgrounds I'll go first um I was married for 13 years got a divorce and been married again nearly 12 years so basically been married my whole life Um, Like it says in our description, between the two of us, um, we have about 50 years of experience parenting, but we're not that old. How old are you? I am going to be 52 years old on the 19th, so pretty soon here. Okay, and I um, will be 48 in June, so it's not that we've been parenting since we were born. It's that both of us together, when you add it up, that's where we're at. Um, That's right. I have three kids. They're 22, 24, and 26. How many do you have? I have four kids, and the oldest is 27, then a 24-year-old, and a 21-year-old, and the youngest is 19. All right. And um, so we had talked about, you know, there. yes, there are children, Um And we've always called them our babies or our kids, like, how are the babies? But now they're all grown adults. And so, you know, to call them kids, but they're not. And they're also not our peers. They're also not like our buds. (laughs) And yet we have good relationships with them and we're friends with them. And so 
but and we're our, their sounding board, but we're also, you know, we don't stop being the parent. Um, exactly. We continue mothering. We continue yes. mothering all our lives. So um, why don't you tell the listeners where, like, why did we choose um, not meddling, just mothering, just so people well, understand what our point is for even doing this? Let me go ahead and give a little background about me. Um, so I've been married for 27 years. And um, like I said, I had the four kids. And um, uh, the reason we decided to do this um, podcast is because we just wanted to share our experience as it's happening and also to bring encouragement to mamas because, you know, it's, it's difficult because it's kind of like on-the-job training. We've not given, been given a manual on exactly how to do everything except for the Bible. So that is our manual and that's what we look to for guidance. And it helps, but it doesn't give you specific um, <laughs> issues that might arise. But, you know, in general, it's, it's a perfect uh, instruction manual. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to do this just to encourage moms to their part is important and that they are, are valued and, and just don't want you guys to get discouraged out there. Yeah, because it can feel like you're all alone. And, you know, I think back to when I first got married, I was 19, about to be 20. I had my first baby at 21. And yes, I would call my mom crying, but it was back in the day when you made a long distance call and it was like, 38 cents a minute. Right. <laughs> you oh know, my so, gosh. So I that was a long my, time ago. <laughs> yeah. I would call my mom and be like, I don't know what to do. And she, you know, a lot of times she would send money and stuff or, uh-huh. you know, she didn't live nearby. But then later I'd have to call her and say, can you help with the phone bill? Oh my God, my husband's going to see it. And you yeah. know why I called you. And I would call my mother when she was a school teacher, I would call her at work and I don't know how she functioned because I was always calling and crying. (laughs) Yeah. And, and and I was was grateful to have a mom I could count on. Was your mom working or from home? I was just going to tell you that that's, that's the, the awesome thing about mothers is that they're always there for their kids. They were there for us, my mama and your mama. And, and it's kind of, they gave us an example of what to do and how to be and how to mother our adult children. And, um, you know, my mom was usually a stay at home mom, uh, except when we were in our teens and we lived, my dad was in the military. So we lived in Germany for about six years through my teen years. And she actually had a job then, but when we were really little, she stayed at home and that was a good thing, you know, when we were in our elementary years and stuff. But when I was an adult, she also worked, but she was always available whenever, whenever I called, just like your mom. So yeah, that's a, it was a good and exact, a very good example. For well, us. and that goes into the way we even raised our own kids because you got to be a stay at home mom, most their mm-hmm. your kids' lives. And right. I was working sometimes two or three jobs at a time um, because yeah. of my, yeah. my financial situation 
and your personality you just are go 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 all the time all yeah. the time <laughs> but even you, if you weren't working you were doing something because because yeah, that's but who you, you were, are you were always doing crafts and snacks and cute little <laughs> sandwiches so i i yeah. love that about you i was like uh, and what was great is because i was a working mom and you were a stay at home mom when i needed to call you for advice or i was sad or happy or whatever I could call you because you, it wasn't that you weren't doing nothing, but you would, right. you had time. You weren't in a yes. meeting. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think mothers never just do nothing really. If, you, <laughs> if that's just the truth, you know, every mother listening are like, I, I never just do nothing. I'm always doing something, you know? Yeah. And so that's another thing. Missy and I have known each other for, since before we were both married. So, um, we are able to share a lot of our lives with each other and to encourage each other as well. So because of that, I think um, this collaboration is good for us to be able to help other moms too. Yeah, it's probably been 30 years. And that's yeah. scary. That's Shh, totally scary. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> seems met- so, it seems like just yesterday, but it has... It's been a while. It's been a yeah. while. Do the math when we're done. I think it's been 30 years because I was like 18 or 19 when I went to that yeah. school. So. Yeah, I know. And you know, the thing about it is, though, even through all the years, we've stayed connected no matter what. We live, each one of us lives on um, a different side of the continent. I mean, way at the end, right by the ocean. Yes. And we're still connected and we <laughs> still call each other and that's the kind of relationship um, a mama needs, yes. another mama like that. Yeah. So Asha, some of our topics that we're going to go into are heavy and we're going to mention those here in a second, but let's just um, do what we had said we wanted to do that every single episode, we're both going to think of one win. We're not going to think of one win for every kid because that'll sound like we're bragging, but we're just going to (laughs) think of one win in the last week or so with one of our kids that, you know, because I think, you know, we were talking about it, even when you're the spouse or the parent or, you know, a friend of somebody who has a substance abuse problem, you will go insane if you don't stop and think of one positive. And like I gave you an example, like... Yes, they're always drunk, but they came home tonight a little early. They were drinking, but we sat on the couch and we had a great talk. You know, then you're like, it was a bummer that they were drunk, but what a great talk it was. And you have to celebrate in the hardships or you'll never see light. You'll never see light. And not only that, but we also want to make it not make it come across like we're just complaining about everything our kids do wrong because our kids are human just like us and they could probably complain about everything they think we do wrong so we just want to highlight the good things you know and just to just to let you guys know that we're not just harping on all the bad stuff that our kids done we're we're going to be able to um you know bring up all the good things they do to 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 bring encouragement that this is why we do this and even in the hard times, it's it's not always the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And I, I always give other adults advice, and I say it to myself, too. I cannot take credit for every good thing my kid does, and I will not take the blame for every bad yeah. thing that my yeah. kid does. Because especially now as an adult, oh, they sure. have their own choice to make. Yes, definitely. So, and so, yeah, that's good. So okay, the, so my what's your win- positive? <laughs> yeah, my win for, for this week is 
is kind of like a bittersweet. So um, we had a mechanical issue with um, one of our vehicles that um, our um, kids, adult children use and um, took it into the mechanic shop yesterday. And it turns out it was going to be a $525 to fix. Mm. And, you know, we let our kids know that, oh, hey, so you can't use the car for now because it's got to go to the shop. And my son um, said, you know, I use the car, too, so I'm going to pitch in to help fix it. So that was a tremendous win because I didn't even think of asking them to help fix it or, you know, um, didn't expect him to to just say that. So that's a huge win, I think, in my mind. No, that's awesome. That really shows how grown up he's getting. And, yeah. you know, that's that's awesome. Um, I have a win in that um, one of my sons had been really sick and it wasn't COVID. He just, he got like, first they thought it was a bacterial infection and then they decided it was a viral infection. But that he, you know, like, when they were younger, I was like, okay, I needed to get you to the doctor. Or when they were in college or the military, I'd be like, you need to go to the doctor, call somebody, you need to go to the doctor. And they would be like, oh, mom, stop bugging me. But he went to the doctor by himself. He he doesn't really have health insurance, but he has VA benefits. So um, it's not supposed to be used for everything, but he went there thinking maybe this has to do with the issue that it is allowed. And um, then that didn't work. And he kept going and following up. I mm-hmm. never, and I offered like, do you want me to go with you? Cause of course I wanted him to say yes. And then I'm going to go over there and be mama bear. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Son, my son needs some help. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you guys better stop. <laughs> and so, cause, cause the last time I took them to the VA, the they walked out they had the doors barricaded and they said what you want <laughs> like to oh go gosh. see a nurse <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. awesome but anyway that's so, the season we live in right yeah because they didn't want any COVID in there we're like right okay yeah, what 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 you want well I'll tell you what I need <laughs> but anyway great. so he went by himself then he had to follow up then that he had to so follow great. up again and then he went and got his second prescription and I was like <laughs> I did not even do anything about it. Oh my gosh, he's so grown Look up. Look at him adulting. Look at him yes. adulting. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so great. That is so yeah. cool. Um, so anyway, so that was all cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, so let's go through. Um, let's go ahead and talk about maybe some of the topics we may be bringing up in the near future, you know, in, in yeah. future episodes, and then we can talk about what we're going to talk about today. What do you think? Perfect. All right. So um, you just start saying some of the topics that you know that we're going to be discussing. Okay. So we're um, considering, um, well, we'll definitely, we considered and we're going to start talk about probably um, when your adult is in an abusive relationship. Yep. uh, Adult son or daughter. And um, also if one of them is maybe sexually abused mm-hmm. those are sexually you know assaulted um those are a couple of the really deep subjects that we're going to be talking about or scary i think they're scary subjects that nobody wants to have to deal with that kind of stuff but um it's, no, it's reality some of them that i can think are like um when your child or your 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 adult your adults child 
um, maybe is going through a tough time in their marriage. Uh-huh. Um, also, when they feel rejection by their siblings and they yeah, come to you to good. solve that, when there's jealousy among the siblings, mm-hmm. um, when you don't know where to turn to and you talk to the oldest one about some of the younger ones, hoping they can change their behavior or have a, is that gossip or is that, you know, really just, you know, picking a door that you can really go through. So some of that, and then, and then, you know, building relationships back that maybe got hurt along the way. Cause people, they're like, I always hear like adults say, I've got to forgive my parents or I haven't forgiven my parents. And sometimes as parents, our kids have put us through the ringer and we're still working to forgive them, you know, for some of, not just some of the expenses that they brought to our doorstep, but some of the trouble, maybe the police have been to our home, maybe mental health issues that they brought in all of the, the way they were practically breaking down our marriage by their own hands. Yeah. you know yeah and, and i would think also just not so um uh deep or heavy subjects would be maybe like college choices or career choices or you know um where they're going to live uh, home purchases vehicle purchases or you know things like that 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 aren't as heavy as the other two that uh, the other ones that we've mentioned that kind of stuff we we want to discuss as well Plus, we would be really glad if anybody has any suggestions, if they want to hear anything that um, comes to their mind, they can email us and let us know what uh, subjects they'd like to hear about. Um, And it doesn't have to just be about uh, our children as adults. Even when we, I mean, we've had the experience already of them growing up through their, through their, um, from infancy till now. So anything is open and we'd be glad to share and help any mama that is in need of a little bit of encouragement. Sure. Absolutely. And one of the bigger topics that I think that we will address is being an empty nester because it completely changes your world. And if you're not ready for it, and if your marriage is not ready for it, it will, it will be something a lot of marriages break up, you know, around the 20, 25 year old point because they don't even know each other anymore. So, um, with all of that, um, yes, we will be asking people to send us topics. And if you feel like you would be a good guest for a certain topic, please email us at notmeddlingjustmothering at gmail.com. Yes. So, um, so that would be the place to catch us. And then we will be there to to um, answer those questions and get your get your questions on our show so you can watch. So um, let's just let's just go ahead and move into what we're going to talk about today. Um, What's our topic today? Our topic today is what's my role now and boundaries and the expectations. You know, I did a little bit of research uh, when we started talking about doing this podcast and I just looked up the words mother mothering and meddling and so (laughs) mother is uh, to be a mother the noun is to bring up a child with care and affection to give birth to someone and or I mean that's actually the verb the noun is a woman in relationship to her children or child 
and the adjective is mothering, relating to or characteristics of a mother, especially in being caring, protective, and kind. So that's what a mother does, right? She's caring, protective, and kind. Now, um, meddling, um, the verb for meddling is interfere in or busy oneself unduly with something that is not one's concern. <laughs> and the noun awesome. is to, to be intrusive or un. Uh, or that's meddling yes meddling is being intrusive um uh, or unwanted interference now so that's kind of a tricky one because sometimes our kids may think we are being intrusive and uh, interfering unwantedly but what it is is the the main one i thought of i i read and i thought that's what it is is with something that is not one's concern now that, that's a fine line, like I said. It's a fine line to, to understand what our concern is at this point. Um, and I think we have some different examples of what, what is our idea or what is our part in this. For example, I know I was talking to you a while back and you were discussing financial issues and something about a truck for your daughter. So go ahead and go into the details of that so that we can understand at what point our children's adult children's finances become our um, issue and we're not interfering with them. Sure, absolutely. So in this situation, um, this problem landed on me and I was not the person who made the first decision. So my daughter picked out a truck. Uh, she liked it a lot and uh, she wanted it, you know, to be her long-term vehicle, whatever. The engine died and when we sent it to get looked at by two different mechanics they both said it would be more to fix this engine or replace the engine than the truck is worth and so that was a freak out moment we tried to work with the bank um there was nothing that they could do so we ended up selling the vehicle and getting what money we could and changing the loan from an auto loan and to do this um, to a personal loan, I had to co-sign now. So it wasn't my problem before. All of a sudden, it's very much my problem. And it's on my credit. Um, right. And so we sold the other. And so then um, she started paying it off month by month. And really, she did very, very well. She never skipped. I always told, made her every month send me a screenshot of her payment made. Um, because I wanted proof that that was happening because it was on my credit. And then right, there right. was really, because only... at that point it became your business because you signed your name to it. Now, yeah. if she had taken the loan out on her own, then you wouldn't have to worry about or be concerned about that kind of thing. Yes. I don't stay up at night laying in bed, wondering what my kid's credit score is. Not a problem. Doesn't affect me. You know, that's exactly. on them. I've explained how it works. They know how to get into credit karma and check themselves. That has nothing to do with me. But when I'm co-signing and I can open my credit karma and I see that that loan on there, I'm all about it. So um, so that was that was where we were at. There was only one month that she was not able to make the payment. And I made it, but I made it very clear that wasn't going to happen again. But of course, I really had no teeth because it was under my name. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I was hoping that that wasn't going to happen again. But she went on to get like one or two jobs and cover herself. And then at some point, she got a big 
bunch of money, like not thousands and thousands, but enough that she was able to get ahead. And so she paid off the car and she sent it that to me like, hey, this has this has, you know, been done. And then I watched on my credit report to make sure that it came off. So that was a win. But had I been asked before she bought the truck, I would have said, are you sure? <laughs> you know, right. like, it sounds like exactly. it's old, but it sounds like you bought it from one of those dealerships on Main Street and, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that has nothing. But, but yeah, that, that really affected my family. Um, and it, it kind of affected our relationship because now I was like, you know, I used to do that with my kids, Asha, mm-hmm. well, like if they went to school, like when they were like in their senior year and they were like, Oh, we're going to our friends and then we'll go to school. We have late start or whatever. I tell them, send me a picture of you in the classroom, oh, you know, send me a picture of the clock right now that you got there on time. <laughs> and so yeah. it now here she was like 20, 21 years old. And I'm like, send me a screenshot of your right. bill pay, you know? So yeah. she wasn't used to that either. Cause she'd been out of the house and she was like, 18 17 or 18 and then here I am babysitting her finances right right but that just gives you an idea of what where what point it is that you're meddling and what point it is you're mothering when they request the help and um are open to it then it's mothering but if it's something that an adult can do on their own and they haven't requested your help then it's meddling um, yeah. What do you think your, your role is now that how has your role changed or um, um, is it the same since they've um, I think you only have one that is at home right now and that's just temporary, correct? Yeah, that was just for the semester because everything was online except for one class. I think my role, they don't have expectations of my role and mostly my role and expectations kind of focus on the grandchildren that Mm -hmm. I know that if I take them even just once a month, that gives them married time, you know, to, to date each other or wash sheets or cut the grass or something without taking a nap. (laughs) Yeah. Take a nap, take a shower longer than five minutes. (laughs) Cause 'cause when they're here, I can't do anything. (laughs) I'm like, my life is about them. And so, so that's, I think my role is now more, they would probably expect me to just listen when they're stressed out and Mm -hmm. come up with solutions that they know that I can do, but none of Mm -hmm. them call home for money. Um, So that's not, you know, that's not a thing that that's not really part of my role. What about you? What are your, how's your role? Um, So while mine is a little different because I still have three of the four in our household. Um, One of them is living out of state uh, and he goes to college and the other three are at home. And mainly the main reason I think is because of the cost of living in the area we are in. It is just so expensive for anyone to live here really. And um, that's why they are at home. So eventually I'm sure that they'll shoot out of the nest, you know, and fly far away or hopefully not too far. But um, at this point, I think my role is hasn't changed too, too much, except for that, you know, I don't have to make them lunch every day and I don't have to, um, you know, 
I do, there are things that I do still require of them because they live under my roof and they're, they follow a certain rules of, of mine. For example, like everybody has to finish their plate of food. No, <laughs> no, they can eat whatever they want and they can make whatever they want. But, but the thing is, I think one of the rules that is, is a big one. And some people will be like, oh, maybe you're, you're a little excessive there is that they have a curfew. Um, we don't allow them to come in after a certain hour of the night, especially if it's the next day, because it, you know, it interrupts people. There's a dog that barks and wakes everybody up when they hear noise outside. So, um, that's just a a courtesy, you know, and, um, it's not that they're not old enough to be out as long as they want. It's just a courtesy that we ask them to do. And so each of them has been fine with it. Um, I think uh, other things that they are expecting of me or not expecting of me is to uh, make meals every single day for each of them because they're all going different directions. It's kind of more like a roommate situation. Um, so they're n- I'm not required to make meals, but sometimes I do make meals and then I forget to ask if they're going to even be home. And I used to get really hurt if nobody showed up at dinner time and I've made a full meal <laughs> because, you know, but that was on me. I've learned that's on me. If I don't text and ask him if they're going to be home, then don't expect them to be home. You know, that those are the, the things, the boundaries and the expectations that I've started to reset just because um, it's a whole new season of, of mothering. And I can yeah. get really hurt if I don't do that. Right. Right, because when they were little, um, they would say things like, Mom, you're such a good cooker, or, mm-hmm. you know, Mom, thank you for helping me with my homework. I got an A. You know, that was so rewarding. Yeah. And now yeah. you have to redefine what your rewards are, and sometimes they're not from them because they don't remember to walk in the room and give you a big old hug like yeah. they used to come running to sit on your lap. They're, it's different now. It is, it is a a lot different. Um, and those moments, they do come though. Those moments do come when they say, mom, I love you. You're just such a good mom or, you know, but it's fewer and further between. (laughs) So that's the different thing. But, but the, the thing about it is that they're not just saying it to say it. I think, um, sometimes when they're little teeny kids, you know, they're just, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You know, you hear it every you know, 20 minutes or so. And it's just something they say. And, and now it seems like for me, it's more meaningful to hear my children tell me, mom, you did a really good job or you did, you know, I'm so glad that you're my mom or whatever it is that they say, you know, it's a lot more meaningful because they, they know the full understanding of what it is that my part is in the family. So, so let's talk about Because sometimes our families are really, really healthy and they're getting along. And Mm -hmm. sometimes our families are dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be one person that's doing everything or it could be one person and the reaction of other family members. But let's talk about those roles and expectations when things are not going well. Like what when you've had situations where things are not going well and you have um, one of your adult children seems like they're kind of off the rails mm-hmm. of what you expect from them and who they're not being their best person. Right. 
how does your role change, Asha? Well, you know, for the longest time, you know, because I have my kids all have different personalities and react differently to different situations. Um, I have one and I think you have one, too, that is more emotional than the rest and um, takes things is very sensitive and takes things so harshly when uh, people are critiquing or or even just indifferent, not even being trying to be rude or mean, but just like not responsive, they take it um, very hard, harshly, you know? And I've learned through um, the years, I've, I've come to recognize the personalities make a big difference. I We did a personality test and um, the one that I really, like is called the Enneagram. And so mm-hmm. reading up on that and different personalities and who my kids are, you know, what numbers they fall under and reading about what their personalities are, it has been a lot easier to be able to um, cope with their issues or cope with their personalities or, you know, to react to how they're behaving And not only for myself, but for them as individuals, because they took the test, especially the one that I'm talking about that has more emotional, um, what some people would call dramatic uh, personality, um, which that word is a no-no. If you tell that that person that, they're just like, don't ever call me that, (laughs) you know? But (laughs) it's, um, the thing about it is, is that, each one of them is created in God's image and they all have different personalities. And so, so you just have to work with that and work um, through that and be able to understand each other. And so when they've had conflicts, I think a big part of the help is for them to uh, understanding what their personalities are and to be able to say, Oh, that's the reaction this person gets is because this is where their core um, feelings are or what, what motivates them or what, you know, is pushing them forward. So that has helped a lot for me and my family. Yeah. Well, and in, in going back to that question about when somebody in your family is off the rails and what's our role, um, in my family, I would say that sometimes I will go to that person and say, what you're doing is not in your bed. It's interest. And you're either going to destroy your own marriage or make yourself crazy or, you know, you're going downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when that person has been off the rails, I've had to say, I love you and you can always visit my home, but you don't live here anymore. You know, there's been things like that, that, mm-hmm. that my role changed and what they could expect from me was different. Yeah. Um, and I've had to do that and and make those changes because it's like, I'm not going to sit here and rub your back and let this be okay. And take your the- side. That's, that's a yeah. really important thing, you know, because, you know, as mothers, sometimes we um, aren't able to see as objectively as we should. Like you said a while ago, being the mama bear going to the doctor and and doing that. Sometimes we can do that even like, I don't have any kids that are married, but, um, you know, I've seen some parents that 
uh, some mothers that'll be like, well, they shouldn't treat my son like that, or they shouldn't treat my daughter like that. And they get take up the offense for their child, their adult child, and they're carrying it around. And then they um, get a root of bitterness in their spirit against whoever it is that um, yeah, the husband or wife that um, did whatever it was, whatever little argument they were in at that moment. But then the kids, the marriage is um, reconciled and they're like, oh yeah, that was dumb of me to think that. But then the mother still is carrying this, well, that person did this to this to my child. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's a difficult thing for us to be able to... Um, see objectively and i i really have noticed that about you and appreciate that that you are able to do that objectively and i don't think it's it's something that is natural it's like you know you want to defend your your baby you know you want to defend your child and and when um especially they're having a hard time or somebody's in their mind being cruel to them but um we do have to see all all sides my husband always says there's always three sides to the the, to to the story, their side, your side, and the truth. So, um, you know, we have to lean to try to see the truth of, of all the matters, no matter what's For going sure. on. And that's, that's another topic we were going to go over is being a good mother-in-law, you know, and being a good mom to your married child, yeah. because there's so many, there's so many thoughtful things you can do. And there's some thoughtless things that if you don't, realize you're doing it or saying it mm -hmm. you could break their hearts right and it can cause bitterness for years yeah. ask me how I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep I get it yeah I know and I mean even us with our with our mothers and mother-in-laws you know well that's exactly what I was oh gonna say. that's what you're talking about <laughs> yeah okay well because I didn't know because you do have daughter-in-law so I was like okay I don't know but either way you know yeah it's, it's, it works both ways so we we learn a lot from our mamas too uh, how they treat our spouse you know and for the most part for my my mama she just loves my husband so you know there's never ever been an issue there so that's a good thing so it's it's something for me to be to uh, model after so um yeah i think a lot of the the uh, boundaries that we have to set though are have to do with our emotions you know because we can really get offended for our children or we could really get offended by our children um, the way they treat us and our minds sometimes may not be um, honoring. And when that happens, um, it is really disheartening. So there are some boundaries that we, ha we have to set as well because our, our adult children, they have set boundaries for us. And that's not bad thing. That's a good thing. It's healthy. And so we shouldn't feel like we can't set boundaries as well. Exactly. And, and, you know, that mindset of like, oh, my kids are roommates. That's a really hard, that's a transition mm -hmm. and it takes strength because you're like, okay, roommates pay rent, right? Roommates right. clean up roommates are responsible for their area mm -hmm. and but you left your socks on the floor yeah. or you yeah. did not throw the trash and you saw it fool and you left the house without doing it so you know it's it's transitioning we have to transition and they 
will have to transition too, because one minute they're screaming, I'm an adult, leave me alone. And the next minute they want us to solve problems that they made for themselves. Or they want us to make them lunch or iron their (laughs) shirt, you know? Yes. (laughs) So um, the verse that I thought of um, as we were coming to these topics about roles and expectations is one that, you know, is in the Bible and probably when our kids were small, we could apply it to like, oh, I'm making them get off their their computer game and they don't like that. Or I'm making them come inside or I made them take a bath and it was frustrating for them. But really, whatever frustrations they had with us as children, mm-hmm. it's nothing to be compared to the frustrations as you're growing to be an adult and you're trying to prove you are independent of your parents, but you so desperately need them. Right. And, you know, and part of you is proud. Like, I don't need to run to them for everything, but sometimes there's nobody else to go to. Mm-hmm. So um, it's Ephesians 6, 4. Yeah. And it says, yeah. fathers, and I'll just add in there, mothers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Yeah. So yeah. there are things that we can do that dishonor our kids that disrespect our kids exasperate them yeah yeah because when they were little we could grab them by the arm and say you sit down and you be quiet and you stop doing that you'd leave your brother alone but we can't do that anymore so it's coming to them in honor as you would another adult and saying you know what yesterday when you said that you were I know you were just teasing your sister she she's not in a place where she can take that right now she is overwhelmed right you know with life or school or her marriage or whatever and um and she's just not in a place so I'm not making you apologize you know you tell your sister sorry yeah (laughs) but I'm I'm asking you to to think about what you said right and to see if there's anywhere in your heart that you would consider apologizing and and I, that's the way I would talk to a coworker, yeah, yeah. you know, or a friend. So because I can't make my coworkers or friends do anything, they're all grown adults. That's right. So yeah. it's the same thing. And I think you know it says it says don't exasperate them, don't freak them out, don't stress them out. Instead, bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. So if you can say to them, you know, like I just said to my daughter today. It's great that you're breastfeeding, but if you have to give a formula bottle because you're exhausted, it's not failure. Right. There's got to be good formula out there. It's not all made of corn syrup solids. You know, right. there's got to be something out there that is still a win mm-hmm. because your identity isn't based on your ability to breastfeed right. 24 hours a yeah. day. And yeah. so when you say that to them, you're helping them realize it is not a failure to come to me and tell me you're having a problem and it is not a failure for you to find a new solution, even though other people, and I said, maybe you're not going to be an Instagram mom. That's like always perfect, but you're going to be a great mom because it's more important for you to get rest than it is to be so stressed out with your baby. So, you know, Yeah. And so those are the kind of things we can say to our adult children when they come to us about their job situation, when they come to us about their relationships, when they come to us about their spirituality. Um, You know, there's just so many things that 
it's amazing that they come to us at all because some people are in relationships with their kids that they don't speak. Yeah. And, yeah. and there have been times you and I have had some of our children not speaking to us. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes we felt like not speaking to them. Yeah, yeah. sometimes that happens. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I, the, I think I the, the, the thing, one of the things I think of when it says do not exasperate your children, I think it's that for me, it's like not holding them to a, and it's what you were talking about, uh, holding them to a an expectation that they, they either don't want to reach, meet, or um, they can't reach. For example, you know, I know lots of parents that are like, oh, my child is going to go to this college when they graduate and they're going to be this when they grow up. And they put all these expectations upon their children and it's exasperating. You know, the, the yeah. person just wants to be their own person. And, and some parents just don't allow that. Some, some mothers are, are like, oh, you're dating that person? Um, I don't want you to date that person. You know, that person is not the right person. And they meddle in the situation so much that it may re- ruin a relationship that God had ordained. So um, those kind of things I think of when it talks about it, do not exasperate your children, you know. Um, yeah, but I have to say that I have had my children in relationships that were so unhealthy. Yeah, so unhealthy. I agree, that... and that's a topic for another day. But <laughs> as far as today's topic for boundaries and expectations, there's a fine line, and there is a time when we can cross it. Uh, you know, yeah. And so, um, in future episodes, we can discuss those times when we are able to <laughs> to cross that line, because otherwise, we'd be talking forever today. <laughs> yeah, we would. Okay, so. Um... Asha, why don't you just close us up in prayer and just pray for mothers and and fathers are welcome to listen um, for sure. There's nothing we're going to say here. We might say, dads, we need your help. We cannot be the only person in the house talking about these things. But but um, just that parents would be strengthened and that they would look for ways to respect their adult children and look for ways to create boundaries for themselves so they're not taken advantage of exactly okay so father god we just thank you today we thank you lord that you are faithful to us and you have um given us instruction to be able to raise up our children in the way that they should go and when they're old they will not depart from it we just pray lord god you give us wisdom the wisdom that you have said that you will give freely if we ask We just ask you, Lord God, to strengthen our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, not to take up offense when our children are uh, what we believe uh, or feel is dishonoring. And we just ask that you would just give us wisdom and creativity to be able to walk out this role as a mother and father, as parents, Lord God, that you would just give us, Lord, the ability to see um, with your heart of compassion Uh, our children's lives and help us in the name of Jesus to be able to instruct them and give them advice and lead them, Lord, in your uh, way. And give us the ability and not the ability only, but the desire to dig into your word, to be able to know when we meet a challenge or a struggle that there is an answer Mm -hmm. in there for it. And you have given us all that we need 
uh, to be able to walk this role out. And we thank you for that. And we just praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. So um, we thank everybody for listening. And um, we'll be back next week to do a new topic. Yes. We'll see you then. Okay. Okay. much for joining us today for our first episode of Not Meddling Just Mothering. Be sure to reach out to us at notmeddlingjustmothering at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or topics that you would like us to discuss in future episodes. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, I'm Asha and Missy and I want to encourage you to keep up the great work. You got this, Mama.